Good evening, everybody. How are you tonight? So, um, we're going to record whatever we're going to talk tonight. Um, so, if you don't want to ask any questions. But when you ask questions, you don't have to mention your name. So, if you have any questions, do you have any questions? Anything? Okay. Last Thursday, I went to uh, MCC. <laughs> well, of course, I go to school every day, but um, they had this uh, program. <coughs> they talk about suffering. That they they have uh, a course that they study about six religions and one is Buddhism so six weeks they talk about Buddhism and uh, so I went to um, it's the second day and they talked about suffering it's a very uh, depressing word suffering isn't it when you hear that word life is all about suffering and um, so you feel like that you can you can enjoy uh, the life and when they talked about when uh, they listened to 30 minutes video and then they have 30 minutes uh, discussion. And when we have the discussion time, what I realized after that, video, after they watched that video, that the idea that all God was wrong, and their faces, and they were so worried, and they thought that they can't have goals in their life and um, they can help with their grandchildren and they can send their uh, children to colleges and to achieve their degrees and to be doctors, lawyers because everything is suffering right? so you can enjoy your life So now, okay, let's say if everything is suffering, well, of course, Buddha didn't say that. Um, <coughs> how we can get rid from that suffering? And of course, Buddha talked about 
a middle path. So as we all know, he talked about a middle path. So what is it really? And now when we hear the middle path, it sounds like that you are in the middle and something from this, something from that and you have, you are in the middle. You have something that you uh, made from this thing and that thing. And that's not what it means. It means that it's a different path. It's different because we always, in our lives, we have two extremes. It's always the case because we always have these two extremes in our life. So he introduced a different way and he called it middle path. It necessarily doesn't mean that it's something from, you know, half from this and half from that and then he makes something else. That's not what it means. So he found a different way to handle his life. That's middle path. So what are these two extremes? And he experienced in his life when we indulge, when we attach to things, when we have such a craving to all these pleasures in the world, and we get so attached. We have, we have a really hard time, such a hard time to let go things. And we want everything to have for myself. And if I could, I would conquer the world and have all the pleasures for myself. In reality, you can do it, but that's how our mind works. We go to that extreme. And this is a human nature. And there is nothing to do with being a Buddhist monk. There is nothing to do being a Christian. There is nothing to do with being a Westerner or Asian, Asian person. It's just a human nature. We indulge to all the pleasures. And the other extreme is we hate unpleasant experiences. And we go to that extreme and when things detach, when things change, uh, when things fall in apart, we cry, we get stressed out, and we are not happy, and we have hate, anger towards the change, and we go to that extreme. 
Okay, now Buddha found, alright, now we have these two extremes in human nature and he realized that this is not the way to be happy because he saw that in our lives we have these both sides up and down in our lives so he named it middle path to, to realize that the key to understand it to be uh, equanimous, equanimity. So you have to have the equanimity to see and understand what is really middle path is. So it's not going to that extremes whenever you experience things in your life and you come to this middle path and you observe it mindfully. Okay, now what's going on around me with my life this time is everything is great. You know, people say that, right? People, uh, when you ask people, well, it's been a really good time. And it gives me all the happiness. I'm happy. I feel good energy. And next month, you complain. Well, I had this all the pleasures and I was so happy last month, but this time everything is going wrong. And I don't know what to do. And and you're not happy. And last month you're so happy. This month you're so unhappy. So these two extremes. It's just human nature. And if you can understand, if we can understand how this life works, how things change, you can change the attitude. This is all about changing the approach to these experiences. So you change that your attitude, your approach, and you realize things change and happiness, pleasure is not permanent. And when you are unhappy, you realize, well, this is not permanent either. And this also changed. And so you understand it, and you observe it, and you realize it, and you can learn whole a lot from that experience <coughs> that you get in your life. So then you don't go to those both extremes. You are in the middle path. So you have the equanimity. You accept whatever you get in your life. So when you enjoy your life, you enjoy it and you don't go to that extreme. And you don't forget that this is going to change. And when you're not 
happy when you don't have pleasure experiences in your life, in our lives. We don't go to that extreme and we are not worrying about it. We are not miserable. We are not unhappy. But we understand this is also going to change. So, it's all about, it's like the last week I said, it's all about this balancing. So that's, I think that's where this um, happiness part comes to your life. It's, uh, it's a very tricky thing though. Jason? Um, one of the words that, when they had the Buddha special on PBS, they didn't use the word suffering. They used the word like unsatisfactoriness. Yes. I like that word. I like that word better. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, as I said, suffering is like, it's a very depressing word. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> when you think about Oops, people... Suffering. Yeah. <laughs> people are dying. So, it's funny. Um, I was reading this book, um, Practical Guides to Peaceful Death. And so I was reading this book at work. It's a depressing topic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, one of my clients came to me in the morning, and I, w I put down the book, and I wanted to, maybe I thought he needs my help. He needs my help. So then he came to me, and he looked, and he said, oh, practical guy. Then he said, what a depressing topic. <laughs> well, we all think that when when we talk about the suffering thing changing, it's a depressing thing. But when you really think about the change is not always about bad side. We always think this change always brings us unhappiness. But when you really think about, did you ever want to grow your children, them to be younger? Of course you did. What happens with their life? They change. And you happy with it. And we are okay until things are nice until we are young, until we are beautiful. But we don't realize this is a discontinuity. And the reality of anything is change. And so we like that it's like uh, from the beginning, like, mid-40s, we like life, after that, ah, no. Well, it still is your life, you got to deal with it. And it's also change. It's also changing. And if you can accept it, you know, this is the same process, the same you, but it's a, a different uh, format of it. It's just different, that's all. But it's still you are new. You know, people think, oh, I'm old. You are not old. I think that word has a bad connotation because the old means like 
I think always if, you know, it's antique, it has a lot of value to it. And when you get old, it doesn't mean that things are like bad. It's just different. So it means you have a lot of experience. Exactly. So we don't see that and we just like to complain about all these difficulties that we have and I'm getting old and licking your hair, I'm losing my hair and I I used to worry about that too. Um, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what we does. So we can be happy then. Because no matter what things change. Jim? Well, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, you're talking about the extremes, like extreme and suffering and uh, like maybe grief where you're really grieving and it's overwhelming you. And then also pleasure where we're, we're uh, you know, constantly clinging on and, and pursuing pleasure. And uh, I kind of like to, to look at it from the perspective of uh, Siddhartha, what he said, that both of these things are very closely linked, tied to uh, desire, right? And so that kind of maybe what you're saying is that um, this middle way is, is more of a decreasing of desire. Because you know? as soon as you raise your desire, you're going to get to the more of the extremes, right? Yeah. Well, that's what he... Um, so he saw a path, and then he said, there is a reason that we are not unhappy in our life. Because then he pointed out, the reason is the desire. So desire makes us to attach to things and other extreme is to hate to things. Because we always like the comfort and we don't like that when we are not comfortable. So if we can decrease that desire part so we don't go to that both extremes. And it's a different, of course it's a different path because that's not the human nature. The human nature is we always react to these both extremes. So that's why he said it's noble. It's different. So happiness is right here and now. As long as we understand this change, we can be um, happy with all those uh, changes and we don't become uh, stressful, we don't become uh, depressed about this, uh, the whole changing thing. Um, I'm reading a book right now, it's called The Buddha's Brain, and uh, it's written by a doctor, and uh, he's talking about this, you know, we want the pleasure and we don't want the pain, but one of the things he said in there is that when life is good, you should, you should acknowledge it and try to take it in, but don't be attached to it. I thought that made a lot of sense. I mean, it's like, you know, 
know, if you're having a good day, it's to just say to yourself, wow, this has been a good day. Uh, really, you know, it's exactly. I was thinking today. I mean, how many of you, after work, you go home and you say, I had a wonderful day. How many of you say that? I'm exhausted. I don't want to cook. I want to go to bed. You go to bed, you're thinking about tomorrow, you can't sleep. <laughs> and next day, you go to work, tired. Why? I didn't sleep last night. You complain about last night, and you don't live in the moment, and you complain all about complaints at work, and go home. This is the same circle. And if we can change this attitude, and it's, it should be really easy for us to be happy. And it's all, all about changing this, that habit pattern. And we have this a pattern that we get used to in our life. And we have to break that. And that's why this path is different. Because um, it is different. It's always go against that whatever that we have been doing. Against the flow. Any questions? Yeah. It's the comment, really. I was just thinking, and I was thinking on the way over here, too. Isn't it interesting, I guess, in our evolution as human beings, that um, we're, we're kind of programmed to make ourselves unhappy? And I was thinking, you know, you would think we would evolve at some point, and maybe this is what this is, that, you know, evolve in a way such that we are not like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> we make ourselves happier. Jim says all the time, the nature doesn't care we are happy or not. It just, uh, this is, it's the nature that it just wants to do this, you know, the, the pattern, that reproductive system and, you know, the keep going the way that we go. And it doesn't care we are happy or not. Happiness is always depend on your attitude. So if you want to be happy, really, you can it's your choice to be happy or unhappy. Yes, sir? I, uh, I think that if we were always happy, we'd never change and we wouldn't evolve at all. That's true. And we can be all the time happy. It's just the way you see things. And happiness is not something that... I think the connotation also around the word happiness also different and uh, we think that we always will be smiling and we will have this happy face. No, it's not. It's just the way that we handle things. That's what happiness means. Do you think Buddha didn't have difficult times in his life? Of course did. And do you think when you get enlightenment, you do you think you're not going to have pay bills. If you're going to live in the USA, still you're going to pay taxes. <laughs> still you're going to have a job. You're not going to bake here. You have to have a job. So happiness is your approach to things. So... I just want to add something about what John says here. You know, it seems like, you know, like what he says is like, oh, it seems like we're involved to be unhappy you know, and everything. But, but I, I really think what, what's going on here is, is that we've evolved to suffer and have pleasure. But these things are kind of like the same thing. And, 
And both of these are just tools to, to alter our behavior to do certain things. You know, like what you were saying, uh, uh, reproducing and, and surviving, you know. And um, uh, so suffering, you know, it, it should, I always keep saying this, we shouldn't have a negative attitude towards suffering. Because it, it's, it's, it's a beneficial thing, just like pleasure. It's just a, a thing that we have in our, our minds to, to uh, cause a certain behavior. But without mindfulness, without mindfulness is what you're talking about. Then you get to the extremes where it's not beneficial. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.